This is your next president of the United States of America, Donald J. Trump, here introducing the world's greatest, most luxurious podcast, Pillow Fort Radio. I just bought steak in Pillow Fort Radio, and let me tell you something. We're going to make Pillow Fort Radio great for the first time. We're going to make it so great, you'll wish for the times that it was shitty. We're going to make it so great that your head's going to spin so fast you could drill into the earth and strike oil. We're going to make it so great that Melania will want to fuck it instead of me. That, I promise. Fucking Donald Trump shouting us out. Believe it? He acquired us. Didn't quite sound exactly like I thought he did, but yeah, it's weird. Great guy. I'm on board. I'm surprised he didn't put at stake and work in his stakes. <laughs> Tis I! The Prince of Podcasting, the bipolar rock and roller. The Frankie Muniz of fatigue, along with the human incarnation of the infield fly rule, sentient barrel, vanilla gorilla, old Chucky Tater Sacks over there for episode 67 of the world's greatest podcast. Here, Donald just said he's going to make us great for the first time. Apparently not a big fan before. Might have heard some of your rants that uh, were against him. I've actually... Paul Manafort actually sent me a not so veiled threat through a KGB. Well, he says ex KGB. Ex KGB. I think it was current. It's sort of like being a mountaineer. Once KGB, always, always KGB. KGB. Yeah, he uh, told me that he would kill my family and then chop them up and give me a map to their corpses hmm. in a suitcase. So I was like, well, okay, I'll stop doing that then. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm a you're a Donald Trump fan now, of course. Well, yeah, he's great. He's great. He's, uh, he's the greatest. Katrina Pearson, too. Such a smart cookie. <laughs> Whip smart, that one. I mean, always has her facts in line. Never comes unprepared for any. And you know what? I also hear she never comes. She was a victim of or a beneficiary of female circumcision, however you want to. Well, I mean, I, I think in this client, sir, in this climate. <laughs> beneficiary that's what yeah well i mean i mean maybe those old us you know which they they gave us the re-education class yeah and i would i learned all about myself i was terrible i was uh i, I like the brown people way too much you know yeah, they they talked about how uh we all have attention deficit disorder and we have trouble concentrating what? well we have trouble concentrating so they sent us yeah. to a concentration camp yeah and we learned uh, learned how to concentrate a little bit better on the issues right now we know a little bit better and actually that's uh, the funny story, Aaron and Elena, still there. That's why they're not here this week. Yeah. Aaron, since he's a ginger, they don't really have, you know, under the Trump regime, they don't have souls. So, you know. What are you going to do with a guy like him? I think that he needing to ship him back to wherever those people are from. Did I ever tell you the story about the time, <laughs> wherever those people are from? Where, 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 where do gingers come from? I don't know. <laughs> An island full of potato-eating bad people. Funny story. Do you ever, ever hear about the time uh, somebody tried to rob Aaron and Elena? They tried to hold them up, tried to give them a, a stick up right there in downtown. I did Charleston. not. Yeah, um, they were just they, they were doing white people shit coming out of an olive oil third store watch or where, yeah. whatever. Yeah, whatever <laughs> white people with disposable income go on Saturday mornings, and uh, 
a vagrant. The paprika hut. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, that, just, it's just a fucking entire store filled with paprika. It's fucking great. <laughs> it's great, you guys. <laughs> but anyway, a vagrant, a local vagrant, came out and he had his hand in his hoodie and looked like a gun, apparently, and said, give me your wallet. Aaron threw his wallet up in the air, threw Elena at him, and took off running. He did not. He did. Left Elena there to fend for herself. This is the type of guy we're dealing with here. Well, I mean, in the new America, he would have been strapped. I well, mean, yeah. I mean, he would have had that assault rifle. Yeah. yeah. Because he's not a brown person. See, the brown and black people, they can't, you can't, they can't really get can't them just open be walking carry. around with I mean, guns it's not okay. Being all, I mean, being all not white. I it's mean, like Ronald on. Reagan when he, he was against open Who? carry. Uh, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> He was, was, he the lead oh, sing- was he the lead singer? No, I think six? you're getting it wrong because he was in the Republican Party before Donald Trump, and none of them count. Donald Fagan. Sure. Okay. Um, he, <laughs> he proposed an assault weapon ban after he found out that the Black Panthers could carry assault weapons. Oh. Well. Until then, it was fine. You know. I don't blame him. I don't want can you, Panthers are hard enough to deal with as it is. They Proud got sharp place. claws. You know, they a taste for blood, and then you give them assault weapons. I know they don't have opposable thumbs with which to hold those assault weapons, but what if they learned? It's only two steps away. I mean, if we had a liberal, that's six degrees of Kevin Bacon. If we had a liberal in office, he would figure out how to give those Panthers thumbs because you know thumbs are not. Uh, a right. Thumbs are earned through it's hard a privilege. work. It is a privilege. a privilege. You earn it through hard work. Like this Mexican next door. You hear him? Yeah. It's what, what is great is Donald Trump has hired us a groundskeeper, Julio. Yeah. Great guy. Great guy. Never any eye contact. Doesn't speak a lick of English, Keeps but it, I can tell in his eyes he loves what he's doing. I mean, he's, you know, the, the border policy, you know, now that the wall is going up. <laughs> oh, they've already started on the wall. I mean, it's great. I mean, it's, it's starting over there near the Baja Peninsula. Yeah. So all those Bahamians, I guess you'd call them, they're they're not allowed in now. Um, and you know, good for that because who needs that little dick like projection of land? I, I mean, just, I, I mean, it's so just thinking about it makes me want to vomit. I know. I mean. <laughs> Regurgitate Regurgitate even It'd be absolute chaos If we let people like that in here Because they're all misogynists <laughs> But <laughs> They can't stand soggy cereal And I don't blame them I want my cereal crispy That's why I buy Crispix I, I think that Everybody should be able To put their cereal Into a Donald Trump Brand tanning bed That's a fucking great idea I didn't even know That dude had tanning beds <laughs> You you've not read the pamphlets given to you, sir. I'm gonna Pamphlet, have to. Ask, hell, it's a book. I'm gonna have to ask you to really do more homework, or I'm gonna have to report on you. I'm sorry. Report on me then. I mean, it's capitalism. If if I do more work than you, then I should be rewarded, and I should be able to throw you under the bus. You know. Yeah, but uh, I don't work smart. I, or I don't work hard. I work smart. I'm efficient. Yeah, but I'm still gonna throw you under the bus. I mean, uh, where are you getting a bus? How, are you a bus? The driver? Donald. Trump brand bus we have sitting out front. He gave us a tour bus? Yeah. Are we allowed to drive it? No. Who drives it? Julio? No. Julio's not allowed either. <laughs> his, brother Mag- would. his brother Miguel. Oh, of course, Miguel. I met him earlier, too. He's standing though over there in a, in, a, in, a, in a chauffeur suit that's emblazoned with the American flag. It's really kind of cool. They changed the color from red, white, and blue to gold, silver, and platinum. And gold and or platinum and silver are so similar. Well, I know, but that's that's the beauty part. When we get when he since he's coming office now, we're surrounded by it. Everybody's rich, so all the platinum we're we're going to start be able to pick that out in a lineup. 
Sweet. That's going to be one of the tests. Instead of the eye test like the Nazis had, it's going to be the platinum and silver can you tell the difference between these? No, then you're out. Wherever you're, you're, you're poor. But I was born here. Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> that ain't going to be right to anything. Born here, schmorn here. Get in the bus, Rosa. Rosa. Who's that? I don't know. I mean, my history book has no mention of anything, you know. Well, everything is just from 1978 until now. Right. Well, 1968, when the great Richard Nixon embraced the... The new Republican Party who ran on the two best things ever, fiscal conservatism. Fisting conservatives. There you go. Mm-hmm. And um, and and white resentment, which, you know, <laughs> I had a lot of. <laughs> and I've learned that that's good. I should have had that. And now, now I can let it out. Finally, with our dear leader, Donald J. Trump. It's okay. We can, we can ha- just let all of our white resentment out. It's mostly because we have small people. Well, I don't <laughs> yeah, ask I mean, your mothers. I mean, neither does the Donald. <laughs> I mean, you know. That dude's hung like, uh, like Mr. Hands, buddy. Uh, see, ever, ever since he took over, I'm having trouble being clever. I'm getting confused with uh, what sarcasm well, see, is. See, that's the thing. In the new America, see, you know that cleverness is just a is just an ugly segue. They say into cleverness being is the last respite of a scoundrel. Yeah, and it's or is it's, that sarcasm? See, I, I, either I or, you know, I, I, that I don't, I can't tell you what sarcasm is because in the new cleverness America, is the last resputing in the sound hole. It's something like it, that. That was pretty good. I think <laughs> we should go with that. Um, and 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 this new America that we're coming at, coming into, um, you know, that coming cle- all over. Yeah, you know, that that too. I mean, everybody's getting laid. It's great. He he's going to cure HIV and all the other. Uh, uh, according All, to him, HIV isn't really a thing. Well, I mean, the brown people and the darker people carry it. You know, not us. You know, we, we were never the problem. You know, and those and those gays. You know, they're just mm. they're so weird. I know. I, you know, I, I, I'm sorry that a lot of them got shot up, but you know, in the new America, we should have seen that coming. You know, because they kind of deserve it. You know, it's everybody deserves it, really. Well, I think we should shoot everyone but me, you. Donald Trump and a harem of medium to hot ladies. What are the mediums for? Cook. You're all over it. <laughs> I mean, you were settling in nicely. I've had a little bit more of a problem with it. I don't want the hot ones to clean. Okay. I want to wash them clean. Naked. Yeah, uh, well, I want them to be because I like watching hot people get dirty. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Boy, this started off weird. It did. Almost, yeah. We're 11 minutes in and we're still going on with this whole thing. I like it. Anyway. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good bit. <laughs> That's some in the in the new America. Um, in new America, <laughs> platinum plats you. <laughs> I mean, we're going to be best buddies with uh, with uh, Russia. That's going to be neat. Yeah, Paul Manafort. And let's do, let's get out of. Yeah, well, we're going to drop the character for this one. Um, if you what ever, character? No, no character. Paul Manafort's Polly Walnuts. I bet they call it that. <laughs> I bet they call him Polly Walnuts. Isn't he like a mafia? Influence? He looks just like he the talks guy from like Casino. One. He talks like one. No, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> He's terrible. He's got that heavy lidded eye look. That's yeah. He looks perpetually uh, drowsy. Well, that's the thing. That's 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 that. I, I you know watching watching The Sopranos. He really is like okay in the hierarchy 
uh, and we were discussing this. Donald Trump is kind of like, he's kind of like Pauly, but he's kind of like Sill. I think he's what would happen if Sill got the presidency and then his campaign chairman would be Pauly Walnuts. Which one's Sill? I can't. Sill was Stevie Van Zandt with, oh, with yeah. the, you know, <laughs> I mean, obviously the hair, you know, it's, of course his name's the Sill. suits. Shiny suits oh, yeah. and the hair. In real life, he always wears a, ben- a bandana. Yeah. A bandana. Bandana. Yeah. Loves sharing microphones with Bruce Springsteen. He does. It's kind of strange. Never has his own microphone. He's always back to back with old Brucey. He is a pretty good guitarist, isn't he? Is he not? Is he good? Is he? I think he's fine. I think the best, probably the best guitarist in the band is probably Bruce, but I'm not sure. I think he just. Has the guys he likes and he has them. He around. puts them in a band. Yeah. Hey, yeah. You're I like hanging out with you. You're going to make $400 million. <laughs> Here yeah, you go. By the end of it. I hope you enjoy performing for five hours a night. <laughs> yeah. No he's shit. watched a comedian and he said, Is John Stewart? He was talking about how this is an old stand up. He said, You know, going to the Bruce Springsteen concert, it's kind of just like this. I got tickets to Springsteen. The show is really unimportant. And after a while, it's just too much. You're two minutes in, you're like, Yeah. Then after you're four, four hours in, you're like, Bruce! <laughs> so, you know, five hours of a show, man, standing? Really? I don't know how, I don't know if they're, I think they're intermissions. at least three hours, and they do like an encore, and then they come back out and probably do five or ten more songs, so it probably goes around four hours. I don't know, I've never been, I wouldn't want to go, I don't like going to concerts really all that much. I do some. I don't know, just being around all those people, smelling, last- smelling all those farts. The last concert I went to was I saw the Dropkick Murphys in uh, at House of Blues. That was that's good. House of Blues in in Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach, the Redneck Riviera, <laughs> Hillbilly Highway, I seventy seven. Take a ride at the light, and it's right there on the left. <laughs> Goldiado, go Goldie. Oh Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Um, I don't know what to talk about. Um, what what else? What else happened? We just did one two days ago. Well, um, not a lot more has happened. No, we're just gonna have to wing this. Okay, wing, 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 wing. We're becoming really irresponsible with uh, getting things ready. <laughs> but we, I mean, I, and well, me too. I mean, we've been irresponsible with getting things ready. I have been. I just do. I just get. I just get stuff ready so to get, to get you to react to it. Really, that's all I do. <laughs> Well, I mean, all my stuff, I, I do read things. I get stories. I, I'm, you know. Didn't even know you could read. No. Never never mentioned it. Not once. I've been watching the old uh, Stranger Things there. It's good, right? Uh, it's outstanding. It's. Uh, you're what, four eps in? Four eps in. And you're right. The uh, the cop guy, he does have a punch like Indiana Jones. Let's discuss that. <laughs> Indiana Jones could knock anybody out. Like, he was, as a wicked right, you know, he could really. It's obvious that uh, you know Bruce Bruce Lee. I was going to say Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Bruce Lee. <laughs> Bruce Lee said, I, "I fear not the man who's practiced ten thousand kicks. I, I fear the man who's practiced one kick ten thousand times." Right. Of course, he doesn't really fear anybody. But oh, I mean, you know, he's dead. He's home. I mean, there, there is that. But the guy that's really honed that one thing in really well that he can do. Well, it's like this. Um, I get, this kind of goes along with it. Um, it doesn't, but I'm going to do this anyway. That's what I like to hear. Um, 2007, when the uh, when the West Virginia Mountaineers played uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma yeah, mentioned this. Yeah, Oklahoma was an was an all around great football team, or I would say all around extremely good, which make them a great football team. See what I'm saying? Like they all all it was all rounded. Everything was very well. West Virginia 
their running attack and their backfield was just the best. They, you know, best backfield in the nation that year. So they used that and they were just, you know, they were a one dimensional team. But I got to tell you, if you can't stop it, where's your argument? So, you know, if it works, do it again. Exactly. It's like Indiana Jones throwing that punch. Nobody was going to get up from that punch, except that one time he fought that really big Nazi guy in Raiders of the Lost Ark, went under the plane. It's funny enough, Donald Trump played him. Oh, Mr. Trump, don't get mad. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you're going to make him mad, you know? Stallone's here again. Stallone's always here again. It's kind of sticking around. I mean, he's been watching. He's been over there watching. He's in the corner. Uh, Perched up like Batman in the Arkham video games. It's weird. I don't know. Speaking of Batman video games, we watched that uh, virtual reality thing, the Batman virtual reality thing. Yeah, no. it's going to be pretty neat. But it's also kind of disturbing. Well, it's disturbing that we're going to have to pay four hundred dollars if we want to play it. That's disturbing. But I'm also saying it's disturbing that you know you remember a little movie called Lawnmower Man with Pierce Brosnan. It's about Julio. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Do those edges. Okay. The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Just kidding. You're a good kid. Um, he's a good kid. <laughs> he's a good kid. He's a good kid. He's he's twelve. He's twelve years old. Yeah. I mean, he lives in my basement now. I mean, that, that he way spoons he, with Stallone all night. Well, that's a. Like the spoon, big spoon. Dueling Stallones Dueling Stallone. Dueling Stallone. Stallone, Stallone, Stallone. Hey, Tommy, I didn't hear no bell, you know. Crumb's disease. I'm the cure. That's Trump. That's what Trump tells himself before every. <laughs> Is that the Judge Dredd? Yes. Or Copeland? No, that's that's Cobra. <laughs> Cobra. <laughs> you know, you know, it's a really good movie. Really good movie. Brigitte Nielsen. Before she got all fucked up and weird. I mean, she's like eight feet tall. You know, and I'm I'm four two. Yours is almost like your uh, Donald Trump impression, just a little bit deeper. Hmm. Uh, uh, that that released the demons. It's going to get better now. <laughs> Here we go. <sighs> for a show. <laughs> Fuck my ass. What were we talking about? Batman virtual reality. Um, yeah, it's neat. Well, soon everything is going to be virtual reality. Right now you got the Pokemans with the uh, augmented reality. Where right. Things appear in front of you and so on and so forth. But uh, soon there'll be a. All games and shit will be on, you'll have to wear a headset and fucking actually do stuff, which is probably better for the world's health. It'll be a little bit more expensive to start up. Right. I mean, the VR headset for PlayStation is $400, and then it's going to be probably 70 bucks for the Batman game. So $500 to be Batman. A bargain. <laughs> that is kind of a bargain, though, right? I mean, come on. I mean, the dude, Bruce Wayne had to have he had to have his parents billions killed. of dollars. Yeah, and he took a bullet to the parents. And <laughs> <laughs> how would it be if somebody wrote a storyline where he actually engineered that so he could? Yeah. So he was he was a psychopath the whole time. That's a great fucking there, story. There is a a timeline where Bruce is the one that got killed. There's like, uh, and Thomas Wayne became Batman. Thomas Wayne became Batman, and his mom became the Joker. There's, I think there's a storyline. I don't know if it's fan fiction or uh, there's a bunch they of actually did like a little story, like a little limited run like that or something. Well, there's actually, you know, DC did a bunch of those. Like they they did quite a few for Superman. One of them was Red Sun. 
where he crashed in uh I wear the shirt with a hammer and sickle. Yeah. Uh he crashed in Russia, Soviet Union, and became, you know, the ultimate communist. <laughs> but oddly under him it worked because he kept everybody in check and everybody was equal, you know. He was like Buster Rhymes. He had he had them all in check. <laughs> Woo ha. And he that's what he did when he took off. Woo ha then he was gone. <laughs> um <laughs> Then there was uh, one where he crashed in the jungle, and it was the Jungle Book Superman. <laughs> kind of neat. Did he have a Baloo? Yes, he did. <laughs> and a pack of wolves raised him and all kinds of That's stuff. That's neat. And he fought a tiger at the end. A what tiger a that apparently- <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking on a hands-free device. What a world. <laughs> but uh, the tiger got irradiated or something by the crypt, on, crypt when the ship crashed and turned him superhuman, too. Or yet super tiger. Yeah, so he had to fight it at the end, and it- you know, almost killed him, but then he emerged and whatever. Well, that was a good one. Um, They're saying uh, that um, when the Justice League comes out, Superman's going to be wearing the black with the silver. Like they did in the comic. Yeah. You know, have the mullet, too. Because remember in the comic? Yeah, he, he did. Yeah, he did have a mullet, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. It's Richard Marks. <laughs> now I've been I'm right here waiting. Looking for a reason. <laughs> Roaming through the night to find my place in this world. Is that Richard Marks? It's either Richard Marks or Michael W. Smith. Who cares? Same guy. Yeah, it's the same guy. Both of them are great mullets. <laughs> Richard um, Marks. Let me look that up. <laughs> There we go. There, there's there's <laughs> now a clip. Give me some. Now we're he's, my, he's my Robin Williams jumping off point. <laughs> yeah. Richard Marks. R I C H R D M. It should come right up. Marks. Right here waiting. Wherever you go. That's what he's going to sing when he comes out that's of the, wrong. the crypt. Some bitch. I think that's Michael W. Smith's place in this world. You're right. It is Michael W. Smith, but I'm going. I'm looking for Richard Marks up in this bitch. I clicked on the wrong thing, and bad things happen, man. There's as just, there's just so so much Richard Marks. He has a, he has a huge catalog. It's expansive. <laughs> Let's listen to some Richard Marks. Doesn't have the original video, but be all right without it. Oh, listen to that synth. Got some weird pictures going along with it for some reason. That's a dragon with a lion's tail. It does this, then it goes straight to the dry piano. It's, it's a karaoke, dude. You want to you want to sing it? No. You want to sing it? Come on. <clears throat> we'll, we'll do a karaoke version. I don't. Is it gonna give us the lyrics? I don't know if it is. If it does, I'll shit my pants and we'll do Richard Marks karaoke. Goes to a bottle of cheese. Oceans above. Oceans above. Day after day. And I slowly go insane. I hear your voice. The <laughs> but it doesn't stop the pain If I see you next to never How can we say forever Wherever you go Whatever you do I will be right here waiting for you Takes, or how my heart breaks, I will be right here waiting for you. All right, that's another thing. 
But it starts, it's getting ready to kick in. I took for granted. Kicks in some. Well, that was the chorus. It's one of those. It's, no, it doesn't really ever kick in. No, it doesn't. Well, fuck you then, Richard Marks. What would a tour with Richard Marks and Michael Bolton be called? Hey, how are you? Hi, I'm good. I know people would be bolting to the ticket office to buy tickets to that some bitch because they would know and how to And then they'd be online. making their marks. <laughs> hey, their hey! <sighs> I've got another <laughs> Richard Marks hit to play after uh, after this ad goes away. It's a bunch of bullshit. It's a Twix ad. Why are we still advertising Twix? We get it. <laughs> Twix. It's just that perfect. It's, it's, it's fine. Just, <laughs> every now and then you have a Twix. And you're like that. That wasn't terrible. <laughs> I didn't die. <laughs> Isn't it that candy bar that it's the anticipation is way better than the actual candy bar? Yeah, when you know, like, yeah, that tasted like garbage, but it wasn't as bad. Uh, what's as it the most underwhel- underwhelming candy bar? The Peter Brady of candy bars, if you will. <laughs> the infield fly roll of candy bars. Um, maybe, uh, maybe a whatchamacallit? Yeah, it's bad. Maybe, maybe, a, maybe the a zero bar. Yeah, what a piece of shit the yeah, zero that bar is. That is just dumb. Look but, at that mullet, my sir. God, that mullet is on fleek. Not a hair out of place. <laughs> Looks like the goddamn The cowardly, honorary member it's cowardly of Night Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> that mullet is just out of control. I don't give a fuck. I love his music, goddammit. Is it Night Ranger, K-N-I-G-H-T, or N-I-G-H-T? No, it's N-I-G-H-T. <laughs> Somebody needs to do that Night Ranger, except for K-N-I-G-H-T. And yeah, just do some songs about medieval stuff but yes. in the style yes. of <laughs> 80s rock. <laughs> Remember my uh, idea for my uh, cover band? Three for the money? Three for the money, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you'd remember. Do like a three tenors thing, yeah. except you're only doing any money. Any money song. I've got two tickets to paradise. <laughs> I can't do it. Okay, Richard Marks, you're boring. What a, what a boring cocksucker. <laughs> he was part of that, uh, like him and Bolton were the part of that 80s crooners. Uh, that uh, And his voice was so. Um, who, Michael Bolton? Is not I'm talking about Richard Marks right now. His voice is like so nasally and fucky. <laughs> <laughs> what are the some of the other eighties crooners? There's well, there's Brian Adams. Yeah, Brian Adams. That, the great. gravel. He had the gravel. It was cool. Some great songs. Here's some Michael W. Smith. I don't know why I know this. He's in the middle of the desert playing piano and there's like a Isn't he Christian y? Yeah, but he had one crossover hit and this was it. He's got a mullet. Tell me the difference between him and Richard Marks. Nothing. Well, his he's more nasally. He's way more nasally. And shitty as fuck. Turn that off. I want to fist fight him. <laughs> no, you don't. You would kill him. <laughs> Maybe he's tough. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out that he's a fucking black belt. What if your belt? face is all fucked up? What happened to you? Michael W. Smith beat the shit out of me. Faggot ass Michael W. Smith fucked me up in a street fight. He had a butterfly knife. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't the stupidest fucking knife ever? It's gonna take me ten minutes to open it. What am I gonna do? Let you get it out and be like, ah, I'm gonna get it. <laughs> what a piece of shit this song is. The girl's hot though. Oh yeah. 
Uh, this guy, there's just no edge to this guy. No. This guy is just a circle. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's just a circle. He's a sphere. <laughs> he's not even a plateau. He's like a sphere. There would be. He's, he's a globe. <laughs> Fuck Michael Douglas Smith. <laughs> there's the name of your episode. <laughs> Fuck Michael W. Smith. <laughs> Oh, he's the Lincoln Chafee of 87. <laughs> oh, you call back Lincoln Chafee. That's a good callback six months later. <laughs> Almost a year later, I think. <laughs> now let's, go, let's move on to Michael Bolton. Because, God damn it. I got one in the holster over here. This guy rocks socks. Just wanna I gotta m- tell you, I love his music. Listen to this guy. Listen to this son of a bitch. Look at them, them golden pipes. He's what everybody wanted to sound like. He can actually fucking sing. The dude can belt it. He, he really can. I mean, I, I, they give him down the road for being an asshole, which he fucking is. I mean, by all accounts, he's one of the biggest pricks you'll ever meet in your life. I think he's, I but, think he's probably all right now, but back then, I'm sure he yeah, I mean, he's full of himself. Well, just imagine if... Every woman on the face of the earth wanted, wanted to, to fuck, fuck you. you. Imagine the you're a prick now. Imagine how big I know, right? <laughs> What's up, subhumans? <laughs> it's like Bill Bird. Hold on. Without you. <laughs> it's like Bill Burr's bit about um, women just walking around doing whatever they want because it's you can't because people want to fuck them and you can't hit them. He's like, can you imagine how insufferable I would be if it was socially unacceptable <laughs> to punch me in the face? Yeah. Just going to the gym, <laughs> walking around. Hey, tough guy. Smacking a guy's uh, protein drink out of his hand. <laughs> and he can't do anything about it. <laughs> He's got a fucking point. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a, an 80. Give me a good 80s crooner. I'm, I'm trying to call it up here. Um, a good 80s crooner Well you got Brian Adams The guy didn't do anything wrong Brian Adams had some great fucking songs He's a BRY type guy right Sure is Yep His his favorite song My favorite song by him is uh, is Heaven That's, that's a good Dude great song Yeah, yeah. It's uh, one of my karaoke go to's Oh is it? Nail it every time Can you really? Yeah nail it It's awesome You get laid afterwards? No No Yeah. I still look like this <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Cross singing Brian Adams yeah. songs. <laughs> no. Oh, come on, dude. No. The fucking Prince of Thieves. I mean, it's a good song, but it got so fucking wore out. I don't remember this. I know it probably did, but I didn't. Oh, dude. You couldn't get away from it. And that movie was a lump of shit. I thought it was fine when I was a kid. Dude, I went back and watched it again. It was Bows, fucking terrible. Arrows, mullets. I'm down. <laughs> Costner Everybody else in the entire movie Has an English accent. accent Even Morgan Freeman Costner's like What's going on here You guys want to play baseball They're like What's the best <laughs> I'd usually do baseball movies I'm from Kansas Cornfield you, You've seen it right The cornfield Where the guy Sheila Joe Jackson walks out oh, what, what do you This is medieval to- Good cut <laughs> What are we doing <laughs> Stick to it Stick to it Stick to it It's gonna make money <laughs> And it did. Indeed, it did. <laughs> no, it's too. <laughs> made Marian. You sang that like the Made set. Marian's is pretty hot. Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. Okay. That was her. She was in uh, I believe you. Scarface. She was in uh, The Abyss. Great movie, by the way. The Abyss. The Abyss. Yep. 
It was a uh, James Cameron vehicle. Yeah, this this is the song you were talking about. There we go. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. I'm going to play something that's going to rock your world here in a second. That's a great fucking song. Pretty great. I mean, the video is a complete piece of dog shit. It's just terrible. <laughs> Utterly reprehensible. He's on the road. He's playing some show. Girl's got to go see it. You know, he's got to give her the dick dig, and he's got to give her the knuck cock, <laughs> the cock knuck. Give, give her the old poutine pounding. <laughs> see, I like I like this power ballad because it gets right to the kick in, like the. He always had the good kick. Like, it really, like, it It goes for it, you know? Not like that fucking Michael W. Smith. Fuck Michael W. Smith. Brian Adams would wipe his ass with Michael W. Smith. <laughs> That's an image for you. We need, to, we, need to, we need to do, like, a celebrity MMA fight between Michael W. Smith and Brian Adams. <laughs> Brian Adams had come in. He's been training. Fucking. <laughs> I told you that would happen. <laughs> Uh, what do you got? This is just going to be... Week, that's well, I've got an ad. You the- Fuckers. Okay. I got something for you. Is this how I wear my sunglasses at night? It isn't. Listen. Let's get ready to kick it in. It's going to kick in the balls here in a second. I know the song. Is getting, it's on the tip of my dick. Uh, Is this Corey Hart though? No, keep listening. Oh, I lost it. We'll go back to it and then fast forward. You non-technology using cocksucker. See, I went right back where I was. Let's get a kick. Watch. So it's Rick Springfield, I'm guessing. Oh, it is, it's Eddie Money. That's right. Take me home tonight. That's right. Let's wait. Let's wait for the chorus because we have to hear it. Fucking great. Fuck it off. It's also creepy. It is. And then we and then one more. And then I'll let it go. We we can't do any 80s thing without this. I recognize I'm just once he starts saying you'll know. Nobody else has that. Honey poured over thunder voice. Oh, it's uh, I know who it is. It's fucking back in the high life again. See, Mac, you like Look at this piece of shit video. <laughs> He's walking around the town in a big duster. Why are we wearing dusters? <laughs> I remember one time. Uh, oh, he's got a mullet going on too. Oh, he does. Um, 
me and my friend Brandon and, and my friend Matt went to the Kroger. The Kroger's. It's not there anymore. The building's still there, but it's not being utilized in um, Summersville because we were 19. Me and Brandon were 19. He was 17. And we wanted beer. Couldn't find anybody to buy us beer. So we. So Steve Winwood bought it for you. <laughs> Ran into Steve Winwood. Yeah, he bought us beer. <laughs> End of the story. It's awesome. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Skinny, go ahead. No, yeah, he put. Uh, we put a. We it was summer, and we put a big duster on Matt, <laughs> and we go to Kroger's and walk around. We just walk to the back, get a case of beer, put it in the duster, and walk out. None of us did any cover, d- bought anything to cover for us just walk going, and nobody even blinked an eye. That's the best part about shoplifting. <laughs> the clerks that want to stop you because they honestly don't give a fuck, you know, they could just look the other way. I didn't see that, you know. But if somebody, like a manager sees it and then they say it, then they're going to say something. It was like right before closing. We just walked right in like a bunch of dunces and fucking went back there and put a case of beer into his duster. And he, 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 I swear to God, he, he must have had one arm out of the duster and holding on to the case of the beer. Yeah. And the other arm. Holding on to the sleeve. Yeah. So it didn't even look like there was another arm in the duster. Like he was walking like a Mormon or some shit. And we just strolled right out, got into uh, my buddy's big car, and just drove away and went and got drunk. That's a great story. And I don't even think he's exaggerating. That is a pretty good fucking story. <laughs> it's like, why, why, why did that happen? <laughs> why, did, why did we have a duster laying around? It begs so many questions. <laughs> I never did. Had he not a have a bandolier to go with it or anything? <laughs> <laughs> he, had, he, he did have a guitar case with a machine gun in it, but we didn't use it. It's twenty five to life. Yeah, armed robberies twenty five to life. I have no idea. Yeah. I'm making things up. Mm-hmm. I'm not a lawyer anymore. <laughs> I, I oh, honey, it's not armed robbery if it ain't loaded. I just don't understand why we had a duster. I mean, I understand why we wanted beer because we wanted to get drunk because that's what you do. Yeah. But just went and stole beer and walked right out. Didn't even do a cover. Didn't even do like a, hey, I'm going to buy these Twizzlers. Oh, that's the genius of it. In change. <laughs> Counting out change because we're poor. Well, well, <laughs> because somebody's going to con- continually look at the duster. I'm going the clerk. Well, he could have walked out. No, fair enough. Well, the other, well, me and Brandon bought the. Twizzlers and perhaps maybe some Funyuns. I got accused of shoplifting in an FYE because a girl I knew stopped to talk to me. And then when she walked out, there was a, the thing went off and she walked upstairs to the picnic place. And this manager was very insistent that I'd stolen something. And I started to get really pissed off because I was like, I didn't steal anything. How do I know that? I said, I'll go get her and bring her back down here. So she could have ditched it by then. I said, there are so many scenarios you could spin out with this. I don't know what you want me to say. I didn't steal anything. What do you want me to do? <laughs> my, my buddy Max, the same crew of guys. We were 19, 18, right out of high school. He he uh, would go to the on cue in Somerville and just steal CDs. I don't know how he did it because the, uh, the, the tracker thing that would make the alarm go off was inside the CD. And there's that big fucking thing around the CDs back then. Yeah. I don't know how he got out. Lead line belt. I don't know. Maybe he's Batman. <laughs> I don't know. But he was able well, to. Soon enough, we'll know. One the game. One we can- time we dared him to steal. Somebody wanted a uh, the uh, Pink Floyd box set. Yeah. Which was gigantic. 
And he he was able to get that somehow. I have no idea how he did it. It was we we like listened to it and like oh, I don't really like Pink Floyd all that much. But Do you not? Eh, they're okay. It takes a mood. I kind of love them. You kind of love them. Mm-hmm. You can't kind of love somebody. You either love sure or the nation is full of marriages where people kind of love each not other. Really. I mean, I I'm fond of you. I mean, well, fond, I like not love. You know, I mean, I, what do you want me to I say? I don't so much want to touch you, but uh, I don't mind watching uh, Eight is Enough with you. Is it still a show? I don't know. <laughs> Dick Van Patten. Um, Willie, same, Willie same Ames guy. was in that one. Willie Ames. Uh, <laughs> what was he, the Bible cap, Captain Bible or something? Yeah, until he became Captain Heroin and fucking fell. Hey. And then he was like, that's a, that's, a, that's a more interesting captain. It is. I mean, uh, yeah, come on, Captain same, Heroin. Same friend. Uh, we would go to Gabe's and we he would just steal like hats and stuff. And he would take, because the, they had the little trackers on everything. Mm-hmm. It was just a fucking sticker. Yeah. And he would put it, put, put the merch in his shorts and then he would put the little sticker on his shoe and walk out and whenever the thing went off he'd be like what the fuck and then the the why would come he up just and put the, it and then he'd look on the bottom of his shoe and like oh. why didn't he just put it to the side because it was fun, more fun that way to, i guess i mean that's the challenge just in case he is, did, is that the shoplifting challenge well, just in case he missed one i guess because he would steal multiple things at a time ah, gotcha. just in case he missed one he'd put one sticker on the bottom of his shoe so they could be like oh well, well, that's, that's more honest that's mistake I, I get that Sorry, uh, sorry, Gabe's officer McGee. <laughs> what are they going to do? Throw him in jail? No, they Gabe's were... jail. None of the bars match. <laughs> you got like a the bars are all oblong, a wrought iron bar, and then a <laughs> dowel rod, and then, <laughs> and then just toilet paper too. <laughs> Don't get out through there. You mentioned heroin. Uh, like twenty six heroin overdoses in Huntington in four hours yesterday. Is that really? That's true. 26? That's a true. That's a true. <laughs> That's a true. Somehow we're getting more titles for this episode when it's just me it's and you. Just we, keep, we keep misspeaking, so <laughs> that's a true. <laughs> Fuck my face with a mallet. Um, yeah, apparently that was 20, 26 within the span of four hours. Jesus Christ. You know, heroin's not that bad for you. Unless you just dump it all in there at one time. Plenty of people have fully successful lives doing heroin. Hell, I mean, it sounds like a good life to me. <laughs> well, I mean. Come it's, home. It's just. It, it, and you it, just unwind. Some people are just better. At, they don't have the addictive personality. They'll just do a little bit of heroin. Well, all joking aside, a red scar tissue. Uh, that, that I wish you saw. Sarcastic Mr. Know-it-all. Well, actually, Close ironically, that was the name of <laughs> Anthony Kiedis' book. I'll kiss scar- you cause with the birds I shared a lonely view. Terrible song. Terrible band. Really? I don't like them. I like them. Well, I guess we disagree on something. I guess. I mean, but usually music, we don't disagree that, that like, that that in such, in such a polar nature. I don't hate know? them. It's a, I, a band I was in covered a few of their songs whenever I was in high school, and they were okay, but I don't know. I, I'm, never, I don't, I'm not in the cult of Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, man, the peppers. Go fuck yourself. That's not Are a you thing. a pepper man? Is that... <laughs> I just drink Dr. Pepper because I love the red hot chili peppers. I put pepper all over my food. I eat ghost peppers. I, I don't fucking, it's fucking dumb. But anyway, um, <laughs> no, uh, in his book, he was talking about, uh, they did for, I think it was, they did the song Higher Ground, and that's a Parliament song, I think. Stevie no, it's, it's a, it's Stevie Wonder. Okay, it is. Sorry, but they were the guy mixing it was uh, and helping him with it was um, Butch Vig, <laughs> George Clinton. George Clinton sounds about right. And um, 
Anthony Kiedis, he said he used to laugh at it when they're with their heroin problems. He's and he said, "Man, I've been doing heroin for thirty years, and it has never affected my daily life." And he's absolutely fucking correct. That's what he. Some says people in the book. are like it. Some people. Can he says, "I do it." Well, I, he said, "I get the shit done I want to do, then I go home and shoot heroin." He said, "I don't mix them, and it makes for a perfectly fine life." And he's still living and doing quite well. <laughs> he looks great. I mean, fountain of youth, <laughs> heroin. Who knew? <laughs> well, it's just like with cocaine. I mean, it, it has medical uses, and they do use the lidocaine has coke in it, and all kinds. Well, of that's shit the thing. Cocaine. Anything, anything can be bad in quantity. You know, it's moderation in everything, including moderation. That's right. Go crazy every now and then, but not you know. Let's go crazy. Let's get loose. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been. Back when I first got laid off, I uh, a, a year ago now, um, I just bought an ounce of weed right before, and I was like, "Well, I guess I'm going to burn through this." And after like the first five days, I was getting like, high all day, get, getting high multiple times a day. I was like, mm, "Maybe just save it for the evening." <laughs> yeah, I went through that phase where I wanted to get high, like because for my for me it was my, I hated. My, am I too loud? You're fine. My, my job, I hated my job so bad down in, down in Charleston, and I just wanted to, and I was always dreading it. Like, even on my days off, I'm like, oh, God, i got to get up tomorrow and go to that. Or place. even if it was two days later, I was like, well, I've got today, and then I've got tomorrow, and then i got to go. I'm always like that, too, even though I don't really dread my job. And I never – eh, some jobs I've dreaded. Well, it depends, but – It's just the waking up and getting going for me more than anything else. I think that's for everybody, but sometimes that's really terrible. And weed stretches time out. Like – It really does. I mean, I would smoke. Especially like, I'd when get you eat up, it. I'd get up purposely. I didn't have to be at work sometimes till four. And I would get up at like seven in the morning and get good and high. And it felt like I had a week before I had to fucking be there. <laughs> I'm like, this is going to be awesome. And I was right every time. But I started, it, it was a steady decline. I started to feel bad all the time. I'd have to get high. You know, I just, I like marijuana. I really do. I'm probably going to go home and smoke some this evening. Well, congratulations. Well, there you go. I would love to. I just can't. But I just. Got to stay clean when you're hunting them gremlins. Sir. I mean. <laughs> Can you can't let them get the jump on you. They smell on you. They smell it on you. Um, and they know when you're- I mean, all the grim ones are potheads. You know? Well, they're mostly Jamaican. Oh, yeah. I mean, they got kicked out of their own country, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's it's done there because all the Jamaicans are so fast. I mean, the grim ones can't they're get away. They're very fast. They're fast people. Let's, let's talk about that series for a minute. They keep churning out these really fast Olympians. Like, Usain Bolt is not human. He's just not. I mean, him or Michael Phelps. You know, Michael Phelps, when he stretches his arms out like this, his wingspan is bigger, is wider than he is tall. You know, it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. They're so blessed to be that, you know. I wonder if they're the type of athlete, I mean, that uh, if they'd have picked up a different sport when they were younger, if they'd be excellent at that, too. I think they'd have been good at anything, but I don't think. Well, could Michael Phelps have been a good point guard? Definitely. I think it's, he's tall. He's got the, you know, he is athletic. Um, uh, football. That's a matter of opinion. Um, yeah, that's a that's a weird one to get into. That's a that's a power sport, and there's a lot of there's a lot of training. Might like, have been a good kicker. Yeah, that's true. Could Usain Bolt just go right into the NFL, and learn to run routes? Yeah, but could he take the hit? Because you're going to get hit. Yeah, you're unless, get, you, unless you just run. If a you're coming across streak. the middle, you're going to get fucking hit. Oh, you're not going to send him across the middle. I mean, that's going to be. He's going to have. He's going to be a specialty guy like James Jet used to be. Yeah. I remember old James Jett, the old mountaineer. Just run a streak. Um, a fly pattern, whatever you want to call it. He can run 4-1. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking crazy. <laughs> um, okay. There's somebody like Bo Jackson, who Bo Jackson, no matter what he picked up, 
he would have been good at it. You know, just you ever played Monopoly with Bo Jackson? Ruthless, very ruthless. I mean, he gets park placements all over, and somehow he always gets it. I know every time. Then he buys the railroads and the all of and a sudden the utilities. All of a sudden, he's controlling everything, and he's just sitting back laughing. Let's discuss Monopoly. Isn't that the most depressing, just makes you furious game by the end of it? I've seen friendships destroyed by the game. Fuck Monopoly. <laughs> because the one guy will start winning, and then he'll start to lose, and the guy who was losing will start talking shit. Accusing him of cheating. Yes, and the next thing you know, it's like it's a fucking board game, guys. This is not real money. <laughs> so that makes you think how crazy people are over actual then, money. Then the guy that's losing is like, no, let's fucking play for real money. Y- yeah, and then the next thing you know, he's, you know. Then the house burned Pipping out his mom <laughs> And <laughs> I've never seen it go quite that uh, It was a Saturday You know Oh well things get weird on Saturdays they Everybody do. knows that uh, um, Those Olympians I mean well, We can talk about this That's a nice segue The fact that this has been the most One of the most uh, A debacle The fucking <laughs> The Olympic Games this year Have been what, a debacle uh, the swimmer guy, Ryan Lochte, got held up at either gun or knife point or something mm-hmm. and got robbed. Yeah. Um, the whole, we talked about how the village and. Rio is a piece of shit. It's a terrible, terrible place. I mean, they dump raw sewage right into the fucking ocean. Sure do. They dump raw sewage right into the fucking ocean. Who the fuck does that? Rio. Yeah. There so, you go. And it's a, and yet they, they th- I, I guess the reason why you want the Olympics there is because it's going to be like this. Economic injection Shot in the arm And it's gonna make Everything better But really you just Fuck up Fuck over all the Poor people Where you're gonna Build the stadiums And all that oh, shit Oh you tore down All their housing yeah. And you know it's And Brazil's just- And just two years Before that They had the World Cup There and they did The same thing Yeah They fucked up They fucked over All the poor people Again Almost had an Armed insurrection Over it Well see that's the Thing is that That's where we're Heading That's where the United States is Heading I mean The separation of Wealth in Brazil Is it's, Nothing short of gigantic, you know, and it's almost like that. Here. It's it's not it's not. I mean, I don't see I don't see us. It's a different makeup of a, of a nation, you know. For another thing, okay, I'll be the first to admit this. Donald Trump is Adolf Hitler, like he really no, is. No, Wait a second, he bought the show, huh? He bought the show. Damn, he at least has a controlling stake. I'm gonna be punished with you're that. gonna thirty lashes with his wet noodle. God, a noodle so big and hairy. Mm. <laughs> It's got hair on the shaft. Uh-huh. I don't just mean at the base of the shaft. It goes all the way up. Uh, yeah. It, it's just like it looks the, like a caterpillar. It's just like the hair on his head. Yeah. It looks like a caterpillar. It's all quaffed and weird. Yeah. And you were saying you're a very positive comment about Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm saying he's like Adolf Hitler. <laughs> if you say it if you say it like that, it doesn't sound so bad. That's right. I mean, that's how I meant it originally. <laughs> just got on me. I mean, he controls he controls the media. He I mean, he lets us know who the bad people are. I mean, and let's face it, we need to know. Yeah, I can't. It's it's hard. It's hard for me just to get out of bed in the morning for fear that ISIS is gonna is gonna uh, attack me with uh, with uh, sharpened spatulas. So I'm, I'm glad I know that if I see anybody darker than a brown paper bag, then I should run. I mean, he gave us that handy the chart, mm-hmm. and you can. Yeah. You know, and I, I like the fact that Native Americans are included because, you know, I'm getting really sick of them just talking about, you know, how we owe them something. Oh, God, and how, it was 150 yeah, years yeah, ago. I know, and how, you know, uh, that we've broken every treaty. We have, but it's America. Treaty schmeedy. I mean, there was uranium in them, Thar Hills. You know, <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? Uranium. Pneumanium. Unobtainium. 
Adamantium. Adamantium. There you go. Unobtainium is the one that was in the the Smurfs movie in 3D. Excuse me. And then the one that uh, I didn't watch Titanic it. guy did the Smurfs movie. James Cameron did a Titan- did a Smurfs movie. Yeah, where they they plug in their tails to each other and stuff. Oh, yeah, Ab- Avatar. Yeah, there you go. Well, yeah, that's okay. a Smurfs movie, right? Un- Unobtainium. Was that the name of the? I think that's what they were looking for in that fictional <laughs> land. <laughs> what a piece of shit! Never saw it, but it's it's hilarious that they there's an element in a not real place that they needed called unobtainium. Unobtainium. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that it would mean that you can't obtain it. Dude, I'll be the first to admit that the special effects were nothing short of just amazing. But I'll always be the first to admit that the story and most of the acting was also unadulterated. Oh, shit. It was fucking. The guy, Sam Worthington, I think is his name. The guy that was in Clash of the Titans and stuff. Not worth a shit. He's, huh? uh, dude, hey. he's, he's fucking terrible. In everything he's in, he's terrible. Terminator Salvation ruined the fucking movie. How do you, how do you fuck up a movie? With modern special effects about Terminators in the future with Christian Bale playing John Connor. I tell you how. You cast that fuck as a Terminator from the past. Go fuck yourself. That's fucking terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Real mad about that. (laughs) Jesus. Jesus. What else has happened? What else we got to? I uh, just read something. Kevin Smith uh, has gone after internet trolls for talking smack about his daughter. Well, yeah. It sucks that uh, you have a kid and she's an actress now and you're putting her in your in your movies and then people talk shit about her. Well, I, What are they talking shit about her for? I, I don't. Like, I was just reading. Does she wear jorts, too, like Kevin Smith does in hockey jerseys? I would think that she probably does. <laughs> Maybe she deserves a little bit of it. Then I don't know. Um. <laughs> I can tell he's just... Uh, is, is he going to dress up like Silent Bob and get Jay and go to their houses like they did and uh, Jay and Silent Bob strike back? When they, no, they need, like they beat up the Easter Bunny and fucking wall rats. <laughs> this is for Brody. <laughs> um, let's see. What did they do? To slam, he calls internet trolls for posing hateful things under, under his 17-year-old daughter, Harley Quinn Smith's pictures. Well, that's what they do. Um... Oh, here we go. Here's one of the quotes. Um, you're ugly as shit, and that steaming horse shit of a movie, Yoga Hosers, should be banned. Fuck your talent on this kind of a father for trying to compare it with The Matrix. You're cancer, and I sincerely hope you end up like Lindsay Lohan and dead. See, that's just... That's who, a little bit beyond the pale. Who does that? Cunts. I mean, this guy's name is King Sisyphus. Um, let's see. Well, can you want me to read... Uh, Kevin Smith's return, reply? Sure. Okay. What it's like to be my daughter, a 17-year-old Harley Quinn Smith, received this message simply for the heinous crime of posting a pic of herself on Instagram. I have zero clue what the reference to The Matrix is all about, but wow, way to unload on a teen girl because you have nothing to do in life. But even though I should be apoplectic about it, my kid thought it was funny. I'd be mad if I had a tiny dick and had an anonymous voice, too, she said, bemused by the bitterness. But here's a, see, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's well, if you're, if you're being raised by Kevin Smith, you're going to learn you're how gonna to have, You're going to have some sharpness. You're going to have yeah, some. You're gonna be, it could be pretty incise when you go after people. But here's a nickel worth of free advice for folks like this troll. If you hate me or my kid this much, the better use of your time is to make your dreams come true instead of slamming others for doing the same. The best revenge is living insanely well. So if you want to get back at a 17-year-old girl for the gravest crime of enduring life, the best way to do it is to 
succeed in your own existence. Show the world why we should be paying attention to you instead of anyone else. Because randomly attacking others merely communicates how creatively and emotionally bankrupt you are. You think you have something to offer offer the world, but others are getting it all the attention? Don't bitch or punish the world. Just create. Create something nobody's ever seen before, and there's a good chance the world will notice you. Attacking teen girls on the internet is the saddest form of masturbation that exists. And requires no discernible skill or talent. You want attention? Don't make yourself mad. Make something original and fun. Because if you're not being useful in this world, you're being useless. Don't be useless. Go make stuff that makes people happy. Hashtag Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Harley Quinn Smith. Hashtag Yoga Hosers. I mean, I'm. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> <laughs> that was a brilliant piece of theater right there. <laughs> fucking, fucking Kevin Smith. Though. No, no, no. <laughs> Watch me, faggots. <laughs> Have you ever heard that? What's that from? Oh, t- hold on. Yeah, you, we talked about it last week. It's uh, Dom DeLuise on uh, Blazing Saddles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, for some reason, these uh, idiot dudes love to get on the internet. And um, Anybody that comments on news articles or celebrity stuff. Yes. Like if you go to a celebrity's profile and comment on it, on one of their pictures or something, you're a waste of space. Absolutely. I mean, I. <laughs> it's so simple, you sissy Marys. Give me the playback and. We see watch it. Me, faggot. Throw out your hands, take out your push, head on your hips, get on the push. Don't let the French just take a lot. Dumbdell Louise was pretty spry back in the day. Shit. <laughs> Have you got it? Yes. yes. Watch me, faggot. Same escaping. <laughs> <laughs> he was fucking awesome, dude. I love Dom Delaware. Pretty spry back then, man. Oh, he's and he was just he was good. I, I really like him. I thought he was good in everything he did. Um, yeah, the the I've uh, I've commented on like got people that I like Twitters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like uh, me and Doug Stanhope had a back and forth on Twitter a few years back. Did you? Yeah. Well, I mean, what. He was talking about the celebrity death pool. He does a celebrity death pool every year. <laughs> and and I, I told him I was going to pick him. He's like, well, I'm feeling okay. But, you know, sometimes <laughs> sometimes, I, sometimes I do feel like something's coming on. And we <laughs> went back and forth just a, a little bit. And I was like, fucking Doug Stanhope just talked to me. See, one of my I think favorite comedians one of, in the world. I think that's one of the best. That's one of the good things about about, it. about technology. I, I think that social media sometimes gives you those moments where you can connect with people that you really admire. But there are people. And there are a lot of them that just wait for some celebrity to pose a picture of them where they look a little bit fat Mm -hmm. or they're doing something stupid or they were just in a shitty movie. And then they just unload all of their personal things onto them. Yeah. They project everything that they hate about themselves onto them. I don't get that. I don't understand it. I hate myself and I don't project it onto other people. Except for on this show. I shit on a lot of stuff here. Well, I shit on a lot of stuff. It's not because I hate myself. It's because I, I think it's a cheap this is just the way i feel okay and i've stopped talking about it when's the last time you heard me talk about the kardashians never because well, i mean not on the air you talk about it all the time when we're not recording never stop talking about it it's, that's not true <laughs> it's 100 percent true it is not i mean you you walked in here today and you were talking about the kardashians i don't understand i didn't why, say why, one why goddamn word i haven't said anything you, about you never stop talking about them you're full of shit. <laughs> You're completely full of fucking shit. Uh, that was good for me. Because <laughs> I was searching my mind. <laughs> like, I? Have I been doing that? Because I know I say things internally sometimes. <laughs> um, no. Th- 
I think that the things like that and the honey boo boo thing and all that crap, I think it just, it's a dumbing down of society and I don't like it. So therefore I broadcast that. I don't know them personally. I don't know them personally. I think they'd be wonderful, nice people if I met them. Maybe. I don't. Probably not. Probably not. not. I got to take that back. They'd probably be shitty as fuck, but that has nothing to do with me. I don't. I, you know, I know who the Honey Boo Boo character is, but I've never watched the show. I know it's just a little kid, and that's not her fault. She's a little kid, and they gave her a TV show. It's not her fault that it's just awful stereotypes of. Imagine her Twitter profile, the shit that she's getting. That's what I'm saying, and that's where. I, that's why I never went after her personally. Like she's a kid. It's not her fault. It's her parents' fault. For trotting that out, and uh, this is our life, and we eat skinny, and it's butter and ragu sauce in it, and that's our diet. I was like, oh, God, <laughs> I can hear you getting diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a doctor standing over there with a saw. <laughs> it's going to happen. He's smoking. <laughs> He's an old school doctor. He's got that reflective thingy on his head. <laughs> He's got a... Fucking He's mustache. Even, He's not even going <laughs> to use any anesthetic. I mean, she can't feel it anyway. I mean, all the nerves are dead. I mean, it's blue. Eat, eat up. The leg is blue. I mean, and he's like actually kind of for it because he's bored. <laughs> I get paid a staggering amount of money for this. You have no idea. This 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 channel is paying me millions. I sit here and do this. <laughs> he gets his own show. Smoking Lucky Strikes. Doctor Chop gets his own show. <laughs> Doctor Chop. <laughs> Yeah, I'd, I'd never, I'd, I'd, I never watched any uh, Kardashians. Uh, the only reason I've ever heard of them is uh, just because people posting stuff on social media and the sex tape. And they're gorgeous. The women are gorgeous. Where uh, Kimbo took that pole from uh, Ray J. That's a person I really don't like. Is Ray J? I, that's the only thing I've ever seen him. He's in. a fucking idiot. Don't care to ever see him again. He had a, he had a show on VH1 called I, For the Love of Ray J. I know one thing about him. He had a piece on him. <laughs> That dude, he, he might speak softly, but he carries a big dick. <laughs> I don't get your subtle innuendo there, sir. <laughs> That's pretty sus. Those men wanted to have sex with me. <laughs> but the, like the, the whole, Stick out your dish. The whole uh, Leslie Jones thing where a bunch of idiots were shitting on her. It's not her fault the movie was shitty. What? Uh, Leslie Jones, the chick. The oh, yeah, chick yeah, yeah. That's that's true, and I. She's not a good actress. That's fine. She was miscast. You have to stick to your strength. I mean, she's and, a great stand-up. Well, that's the thing. I mean, Patton Oswalt got into a massive argument with Megan Mullally because they did this play, and she said he didn't live on his drama parts. I can actually see that. As much as I adore Patton Oswalt. You know, uh, I've seen him do dramatic acting. It was really good. It was a different th- maybe stage acting. I can't believe I said this. I mean, I, considering how much I admire the guy, and really, stage acting is way different. Though I think that was the thing. I think that that was she was that he wasn't familiar with it, and she said something about, it, and they started going back and forth, and they're both really you know clever and, and incisive, so they started going after each other. But um, I think they buried the hatchet. But I'm just saying that sometimes. Yeah, let's be obvious. You know, let's let's be honest. Patton Oswalt wouldn't be playing a superhero or anything like that. It's just not going to happen. That's not his strength. He'd be playing like the superhero's nerdy friend that helps him cook up cook up stuff. Right, exactly. Like he did in uh, he 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 played that role in one of the blade in Blade Trinity. He played like the guy who made the weapons, you know, and that was a good role. And I know he was glad to do it. And he's just awesome. And he knows that. You know what I mean? That's part of life is knowing your strengths and weaknesses. I can see him play. Have you ever seen Super? 
Rain Wilson. It plays. Like, I haven't plays like a guy that creates a superhero persona mm-hmm. and goes out and starts fighting crime. It is. It's really good, but it's really brutal. Oh, is it? Yeah, because they beat the fuck out of people and shit. But, uh, it sounds I, I can like see him uh, playing that type of guy. Well, okay, that. I mean, but I'm talking in the classical sense. Oh yeah, he's not going to be the big, big stout giant. He's not Henry Cavill. No, and he he's can probably act circles around Henry Cavill. But absolutely. <laughs> what is it? Two mold, two moods. Sullen and uh, sad and sullen. sullen. Sad and sullen. Oh, sad and sullen. <laughs> and great abs. And, and great dick. Whew, he's God a damn Henry Cavill. Mm, Henry Jesus Cavill. Christ. Mm. Think about a baby with him and Chris Hemsworth. Mm. Th- think if they were a gay couple. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> they could get any kid they wanted surely by walking into the adoption agency. They wouldn't have to fill in any paperwork. <laughs> we want to adopt. Whatever. Take them all. <laughs> Take them all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. Like I said, people that like. Uh, I'll see like a, a news article posted on, on my timeline on on the uh, Facebooks, and then I'll see people that I know engaging in arguments on these news articles, and I'm just like, what in the fuck are you doing? Yeah, is it just to entertain yourself? I don't know. Maybe maybe they're just see. I resisted. I've resisted that temptation. Like I, I've never really. I got onto. I got into one because. I can't even remember how I got. I didn't get dragged into it. I just saw a statement that was so out of bounds and false. This really racist black girl had said something. Uh, it just there was a line of mm, shitty uh, mm, black uh, people can't be racist about <laughs> get the fuck out. Of here. <laughs> um, this and she had said like five really racist things, like out of bounds, beyond the pale kind of shit. And finally, and you were just like. Yeah, and I just chimed in. I I couldn't stop anymore. And she said, uh, I don't see why, you know, blah, blah, blah. The whites are the weakest race in the world. I was just like, well, I'm sure that so many subjugated people throughout the world would beg to differ with you, you know, because they've been white people have conquered everyone, you know. And I'm not saying that as a proud moment. I'm saying it as as a statement of fact. You know, the Romans, the Vikings, the Brits, you know, all these people, they've conquered, they've conquered everybody. And just call them weak out of hand because you're in an argument. Just throw out something that's not true. That's fucking stupid. That being said, you know, uh, when uh, people on the other side, like the wisely Stephen King, Steve King, who was uh, not the writer, the the uh, the senator from Indiana or the congressman. Change your name, Steve King. Yeah. Get get everybody confused. Yeah. There's one awesome Stephen King, and then there's one shitty as fuck Stephen King. He wrote Pet Cemetery. Stephen King's It. The Molly Whoppers or whatever. Tommy Knockers. The Tommy Knockers. The Tommy Knockers. It's about a a kid from Boston that grows up to play for the Red Sox, and he's Knox Homer. His name Tommy. (laughs) He he, he hit another Tommy Knocker. No, ma. This is crazy. (laughs) <laughs> Go get the khakis. What the fuck? <laughs> All these Asians doing in this restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, and he said, well, and he said this during the Republican National Convention, by the way. A few weeks ago, he said, where are all these other groups, these subgroups of people that have contributed to some civilization? And somebody went, um, the Iraqis, the Mesopotamians who created civilization, you fucking idiot. You know, it's like. <laughs> let's, th- let's talk about the music you listen to, Steve. You, you play Steve in this scenario. <laughs> okay. I'll be me. What okay. type of music you listen to? Um, I, I really like the Battle Hymn of the Republic. 
And um, well, that's based on a one four five pattern, which was uh, which is based on the blues, which came up through the Mississippi Delta, which were played by black people on front porches. Well, I'll give you one. <laughs> well, you got one. <laughs> that's all the time we have with uh, Representative Steve King. We should bring him every week. Such a good segment. We'll be right back after these messages. Could be an ad. <laughs> it's a Noxima ad waiting to happen. <laughs> so we have great uh, music to go to breaks. <laughs> and we're back <laughs> from a <laughs> from our break. Can't touch this. You can't touch our news and views. <laughs> Local boy had a <laughs> asthma attack today. Was unable to get his inhaler in time. You could say his parents were careless <laughs> whenever they didn't give him his asthma inhaler. That's the news. <laughs> he whispered, My parents are careless, careless, as he died. <laughs> I wish I had Baker Street on here. <laughs> The two best saxophone songs of all time, besides Yakety Sax, of course. (laughs) Yakety Sax. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you, Pillow Fort audience. They're usually so quiet. I don't know. It's weird. I'm just, uh, the internet trolls thing, and... um, I I like trolling in a funny way. Well, that's fun. I I would take, uh, I took the, uh, about a year ago, I took a, a picture of a goober grape, um... Jar, yeah, and I post and I tweeted at uh, Mike Huckabee and asked him, "Is this a is is this an abomination? Shouldn't the peanut butter and the jelly have separate but equal containers?" Oh shit! Thoughts? <laughs> what about when we were when you were trolling Trump? How's it feel to dick your daughter down? <laughs> what, uh, ask Asking him, the hard, que- the tough questions, pillow for radio. Ask him what uh, what the, what his favorite position is whenever he's uh, giving his daughter the dick. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't get a death threat for some white nationalist. Well, why do you think shit. he bought this? <laughs> or uh, whenever I trolled uh, Lincoln Chafee and the the guy that was running for uh, president, the other guy O'Malley, yeah, uh, with uh, participation ribbons on the Twitter pages. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Lincoln Chafee, you lost your shit over Lincoln Fuck Chafee. Lincoln Chafee. <laughs> that Millie Mouth some bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit hmm. Should I do a subreddit of the week just because Yeah Find a song You, you be the song guy this time Okay You <laughs> Like I sense it's something Hey you Got Look. a cock in your mouth Well that's rude uh, Let me find my subreddit of the week I didn't prepare one So I'll just go to an old standby It's one of the, one of the better ones Just don't succeed us in the coffee plane, team 
Dino in the casino. Wanna look you up, ask like Dino. R slash Gone Wild. It's probably the most popular subreddit on Reddit. And it's it's a good one, I tell you. I'll just actually explain what Gone Wild is all about. It's basically just uh, women from all around the world who uh, just decide that they want to post pictures of themselves naked on the internet. And I have seen, well... And sometimes they hide their faces or whatever. And uh, then they just, uh, just post pictures of themselves and go out there. Yeah, it's great. It's great. And then there's like comment threads underneath that just get ridiculous. I'm sure. So, uh, my God, this album is wonderful. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Somebody asked her how third grade was going. Oh, God, that's fucking sick. <laughs> that's just <laughs> fucking sick. Yeah, I told you, it's it weird. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's probably the best subreddit just because, I mean... Boom! Look at that! Boom! Jesus! So it's just—it's—it's—it it's, really is wild. And it's quite good. Yeah. Even got gifts of themselves now. Yeah. So go to r slash gone wild <laughs> if you're a creepy perv like me. Mm-mm-mm. Daddy like. Well, you know what? The <laughs> they whenever they post, it'll have um, like a title of their album for you to click on. It's just, Finally, worked up the courage for my first post, and it'll be a picture of them with them showing you their butthole. Yeah, and their sneezer. Uh, like, here's a nice title. I need someone to come fuck me silly. It's creepy and I love it. It's the best thing on the internet. God bless r slash gone wild. Make some noise if you <laughs> if you're gonna go to r slash gone wild. Jesus fuck, this got real weird. Anyway, what else to talk about? What else? What else? Um, let's see. We can talk about uh, wrestling entrance songs. Yes, we can. Who do you think is is the best? Usain's. Ellen's Usain Bolt tweet deemed racist. Well, this is. Well, I mean, she did call him the N word. On Monday, this is how I'm running errands from now on. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding what, me? What did she? She just showed a picture of her running his back, and she said, "This is how I'm running errands from now on." Just, you know, people How's fucking that social justice warriors. Shut the fuck up. That is the stupidest fucking thing ever. God. I'm going to go to my favorite. Poor Ellen. Listen to this wrestling theme. It's the worst. If the Italian well, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Ving Rhames was doing that one. <laughs> it was Ving Rhames, wasn't it? Yes, it was. I thought Ving Rhames was dead. We have the meats. I bet he does. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. <laughs> In your asshole. <laughs> This is a, a great theme song. Strap in. It's got a, an awful lot of build-up. Can you guess whose it was? Hold on. American males! American males! <laughs> American males! <laughs> 
man. What a piece of garbage. American males. If you haven't figured it out by now, that's the American males entrance theme. That's fucking terrible. uh, They commissioned somebody to do that. That's Bagwell and Scotty Riggs. American males. Apparently, there was some heat backstage between uh, Steiner and Bagwell. Oh, I'm sure. Scott Steiner would have killed Buff Bagwell. Scott Steiner would kill a lot of things. Yeah, he would kill an elephant. He, and killed, then he used to kill a gallon of steroids a day. Yes, he did. <laughs> right into his asshole. <laughs> he shot it right into his eye. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I always wore sunglasses. That's why he wore that <laughs> chainmail thing. Kept his head together. He's going to blow up for all the steroids in it. Here's, a, here's one. Are we done? We're done with the American Man? Yeah. Okay. Let's see if this one will go through here. If we don't get an ad. Who's this? I don't know. I punched it up. I don't think it's going to be any music. I mean, any words. Let's see if it is. Let's let it play out for a little bit. Sounds like an early 90s rock band overproduced. Yeah. Here's the theme to its four. Screaming Norman Smiley. <laughs> Well, here, check this one out. This one will get your dick going. We can actually discuss this in length. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. The heartbreak kid. I've got the look. Does he sing that? Yes. Wild, I've got the move. The, like, really move. he thinks he's cute. Yeah. He knows he's sexy and he seems pretty confident that he has the looks that drives the girls wild. Why is it that he's so, he's waffling about being cute? If you're sexy and you have the looks that drive the girls wild, you're probably going to at least lean towards being cute. It should. I think you should be pretty certain when you're a heartbreak kid. I mean, it's, it's not the. If you know you're sexy and you have the looks that drive the girls wild, the moves that really move them, how are you not sure that you're cute? Why do you just think that you're cute? Maybe he just thinks he's rugged. He's not cute so much. He's handsome. Maybe. I said chill. He sends chills up and down the spot. Down this I'm just a sexy <laughs> Oh my god. I can't I can't believe this was this. Oh my god. Uh you're gonna love this one. And dudes cheered him. You ready for this? It's, it sounds like uh, shaking. Too shaking. A little bit. Sometimes love is like a slow dance. This is somebody's theme song from yeah. pro wrestling. Yes, it is. WWF or WCW? WWF. And not WWE. It's WWF. But sometimes love is like a fight. That's Jimmy Hart singing it. Who did the power driver? Who's? Oh, it's Coco Beware. Coco Beware. There you go. You know, Jimmy Hart wrote and performed a lot of them. Did he? Yeah. It just feels 
see if he can get get into this one. We're being such losers right now. We are. Can you guess? The Road Warriors? No. Demolition? No. Hold on. Damn it, I don't know. The Ultimate Warrior. Uh, okay, yeah. You, you said the Road Warriors, and you kind of hesitated. In the early 90s, they, uh, I wonder if I can find it. They, uh, ripped off Iron Man, because they used to come out to Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And then they ripped it off and made it all about the Road Warriors, and I wonder if this is it. I hope it is. Yes. <laughs> nope, that's not the one I was thinking of. Here we go, here's one. Oh, that's an ad. Three, two, one, go. Deuce. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, there that one is. A lot of I remember there was a big debate as to whether that was actually Rage Against the Machine doing it. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> that's not that. Think that you're better. I actually kind of like the song though. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. Bow to the masters. Jesus the Christ. Masters. I just want to spit my water out all over the place. And start doing this <laughs> cross thing. Okay, I think I found the uh the Road Warriors theme that was ripped off. It's fucking terrible. It sounds like it's an original recording from a tape. Yeah. It sounds like whoever recorded this was outside of the studio recording it with a little tape recorder. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wrestling themes. They're all so bad. Well, I've been getting back into wrestling as in, you know. Just watching the old stuff. Yeah, the old stuff's fun. Like, just Ric Flair can't keep his alligators down and. You know, all that good stuff. Ric Flair's a ridiculous human. It was great. Yanking fucking sunglasses off and his pupils were dilated from all the fucking coke. He distorted well, yeah, before he, he came he, out. You said it uh, after we recorded last week. He'd be a statesman for the first 22 minutes of the promo. <laughs> yeah. Then by the end, he he's was a naked. Ra- he's a raving lunatic. <laughs> shitting on people in his hands and throwing at people. They, he was the only guy that they'd block off an entire 20 minute segment for him to do it. Because he could do it. I mean, it's fun. You know, and you shut up, fat boy. <laughs> I remember. He, I mean, even his cuts on different people were great. Like, because he, he would zero in on them. Like, he said to Ron Garvin, riding around in your pickup with that golden retriever you yeah. call my wife. <laughs> <laughs> so rude. Talking about the Road Warriors, and they're a bunch of. He said, you know, he would he wasn't anything taking away from their physicality, but he called them big dumb idiots and he said that their dicks were small. That's what he, 
He's like, ladies, don't want to ride, you know. He started going like this. He's like, they want to ride Space Mountain. He started flipping out. It's fucking awesome. Are you punching up to Ric Flair over there? I was punching up Rick Rude's theme song. Because he was he was such a cocksucker. Yeah, like apparently in real life. Too. I don't know about that, but I do know that he would often have, you know, he had airbrushed trunks. Yeah. He'd often have the guy he was facing his wife airbrushed on the crotch. <laughs> Class. What I'd like to have right now is all you fat, overweight. He was a really just good different variations of fat. Yeah, that was his theme. It's a great theme. It's like a male. It's like a male stripper. Yeah. Theme. <laughs> <laughs> That's the entertainer. They haven't always the entertainer. <laughs> uh, and he he's one guy whose tights were always. So tight. Yeah, they were. Guy was in great shape, man. Like he wasn't. He wasn't all hulked up. Like he was. He was just ripped to the fucking shreds. Yeah. He was really into the Winnie V. I can tell you that. I don't know what that is, but it's, it's a fucking sexy. steroid that rips you. It's horse steroid. It rips you. It's a horse steroid. Makes you horny. Well, they all do that. Do they now? Yeah. It's all some manner of testosterone. It just depends on what it's going to do. Yeah, they're getting uh, testosterone from wild yams now. Wild yams. Wild For yams. some reason. Wild yams. <laughs> <laughs> Wild boys. Wild <laughs> yams. <laughs> Fucking Duran Duran. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I made you two really muscular yams posing. <laughs> Wild yams. There's a fighter. Uh, Mirko Krokop used to come out to this. It's such a gay song. It's awesome, though. I love Duran Duran. Do you? Was didn't they have like a recent hit? Recent-ish, I think. In the like late nineties. I mean, yeah, Ordinary World. Yeah, it's, it's a great, great song. fucking song. Great song. Let's, instead let's of this punch piece of shit, yeah, let's punch that one up. But uh, still my favorite song by them ever, Notorious. That fucking song is awesome. But it just, it just reminds me of Donnie Darko is what it does, because I love that fucking movie. This song caught me broadside in my teenage angst. <laughs> you're like all into heavy music, and this song comes on, and all of a sudden you're sitting on top of a mountain staring off into the sunset. Yes, basically that's what happened. <laughs> Every time I heard it. I like the choice of the acoustic guitar. It's a good fucking song, dude. This has been a giant episode of that other show that we did. Pretty much, yeah. And that's awesome. I love that show. I think we're I think we're not gonna have that in Atlanta back. We're not gonna renew their contracts. Tired of their bullshit. <laughs> all fun employment files all the time. I'm just tired I'm just tired of them. They come in here, they disrespect me. They look me in the eye as like we're actually friends. Yeah, it's, it's like like a crass, crass, disrespectful. I'm trying to run a professional show here, and they're coming in here saying things on the mic. I just want them here to look at. I mean, they because they are very attractive. They don't even tithe like I do. I mean, I tithe to the show. Yeah. You, know? you pay tribute every time you come in. I do. You pay tribute. I mean, I stop and wash your feet before I sit. <laughs> And believe me, sir, <laughs> that's a lot of washing. You got some corns. I yeah. got giant feet. Yeah, you do. I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a Sasquatch. 
a great song. It is a great Good song. Good job, Simon LeBon. I'm not shit in the bed on one yeah. final <laughs> 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 What else is Duran Duran done, really? I'm going to go like a wolf. Like the wolf, I mean. Um, like the wolf. Notorious. Good one, notorious. I've got notorious on my playlist. Oh, do you? I do. You cock squeezing jackrabbit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Let's see. Fucking, you got your, uh, get your fucking Duran Duran's. Notorious, isn't that? Uh, didn't some hip hopper sample that? Notorious B.I.G. I've heard of him. Let's see. Yeah, Sir. it was all a dream. I used to read uh, Word Up magazine. Something about that, that, Notorious. notorious. Uh, unbeknownst to me, iTunes has got me a new display. That's really kind of neat. Looky there. Notorious. Downloaded it to me without my permission. Just did it. And I'm you probably also fine have, with that. Have the uh, new uh, or the most recent. U2 album U2 album I don't know You probably do uh, It's even on Amazon Like my Amazon account I have it I just Haven't downloaded it I heard some of it It's okay If you're into U2 Hey U2 Me too Them too As well <laughs> Look at look at all that androgyny There should be a fuck- That's a lot of androgyny Oh yeah but the, I don't know who that fella is. That's a handsome fella right That's there. It's Mortimer Sherwinkle. It's the uh, bass player. Is that really his name? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> there needs to be a U2 cover band called You As Well. <laughs> right? Yeah, there does. There's the Beatles uh, cover group, Backbeat. Yeah. Who apparently are really fucking great. They say it's the closest thing you're ever going to see to actually seeing the Beatles play. Well, yeah, since uh, 50% of the Beatles are... Worm food. Cacked. 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 (laughs) Cacked. Yep. Uh, What else you want to talk about? Anything new happen in the world? Um, Since we've been on this show? (laughs) If there's any breaking news. (laughs) I can't. Iraq is going to hang 36 ISIS fighters for a massacre of 1,700 captives who were told they were going home. Good on you, Iraq. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just going to fuel Trump, though. Those Iraqis, those Iraqis know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. John Benet Cam's uh, Ramsey case is investigators attempt to solve the case twenty years later. Um, after almost twenty years, almost twenty years after the death of six-year-old John Benet Ramsey, involved in a string of questions and no convictions, the original investigators on the case will attempt to solve her again in the John, case of John Benet Ramsey in the trailer. Team of experts used then unavailable technology to re-examine key evidence from the investigation, create full-scale replicas of the crime scene, and conduct new interviews. You know, I I didn't I didn't want to go along with just condemning the parents outright, but man, just the interviews with them like, were so septic. Like, as in I was I, mean, I was antiseptic. I was, I was but a boy whenever this happened. Well, just their the dad was so emotionless. He smiled the whole time. She was just a wonderful kid. I'm just like. I would be unable to speak. Is that the wind? No. Is that a twister? No. Somebody run, running their vacuum on their lawn? I think they are. What a weird town I live in. What a world. <laughs> what a world. <laughs> I just read that the Olympic volunteers are quitting because of long hours, lack of food. Organizing committee uses us for free labor while the IOC makes billions. Well, I mean, here you go. Let's see. 
the uh, flooding in Louisiana, which was yeah, that seems pretty terrible. Not nearly as bad as the flooding in West Virginia. I don't think. I don't. We, didn't we lose thirty people? Was that what? Last, I have no last idea. Count? Probably. Um, they lost five. I'm not. I'm not comparing it, but I'm just saying that. You know the. I am comparing, but I'm saying it not not as in competition, but just that it's so bad. Like the 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 global warming, they're they're pinning it on global warming, and they're absolutely correct. You know, it's global warming is a hoax made up by the, the Chinese, Chinese to steal American jobs. Everybody knows that. I don't know why we can't get this through our heads. God, that's so terrible. Yeah, global warming, Chinese. Yeah, you know. Let's see, Paul Krugman, one of the people I um. Admire most actually ever since I saw him and get him to the Greek where Jonah Hill is so fucked up. He says, Hey, are you Paul Krugman? <laughs> yes. <laughs> My dad loves your shit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, I found a video of a, a, a kid swallowed his, a squeaky toy that his dog had. And he, the, a kid swallowed it. And this is the. Uh, where are you, Anthony? In the emergency room. You can hear him squeak. Why are you in the emergency room? <laughs> I inhaled the doggy toy. Are you sure? Pretty sure. How can you tell? (laughs) (laughs) Poor bastard. (laughs) What a dumb cunt. Well, Paul Krugman says uh, racism, not economic anxiety, drives Trump Trump voters. We all know that. Um, Let's see. Paul Krugman on Tuesday brushed off the argument that voters are drawn to Donald Trump because his bombastic anti-trade rhetoric offers him hope for the job market. Rather, the, no, the Nobel Prize-winning economist said the Republican nominee placed racial tensions among white, low-income voters who blame immigrants and people of color for their financial hardship. Who the fuck doesn't know that yet? <laughs> people that don't read. I don't trust people who read, I tell you what. Well, they read all these things, and they, they just trust everything that they read. Like, they read the, the New York Times, and uh, you can't trust, and you can't trust that medium. And then, you, you know, I've, I've had salsa that was made in New York, and it's just not as good as salsa made in New Mexico or somewhere else, like, like Texas, somewhere like that. And then they, and then, uh, and then, uh, and then, uh, then you got that black guy in the white office. That Arab. In the oval, oval pyramid office thing. And they're going to. Raghead. And they're going to take over. They're going to, they're going to try to take our guns. I mean, I know we've been saying it for seven years. It's all been one lead up to one big gun conversation. A gun constipation going to take our guns and they're going to fucking put us all in solitary confinement. <laughs> they're going to put us in Walmarts. That's what they're going to do. I promise. I promise. I That's saw what it. Al Jones said. I saw it. I saw it. And these people that they don't believe in Jesus Christ anymore. What happened to a good American way of going to school, going to work, paying your taxes, and praying to the Lord Jesus Christ to let you get through another day so you can reach retirement so you can actually do what you want? What 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 happened to the American dream? Drinking beer on the weekend till you're so sick, but then they, they, see drinking beer ain't nothing wrong with that. But you know them 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 commies well, they, they, like they like that weed. They, they ought to let you drink and drive. I've never. I, I, one time I had thirty six beers and I made it home and I didn't even take out so much as a as a mailbox. Jubal Foster, he drank. I, I tell you, he, he, Jubal Foster. Jubal I Foster. remember that one time, Jubal Foster. Oh, that's some. You know, he could drink forty eight beers at one sitting. One sit And then drive to church He did it all the time He did it every day I don't know why He went to church every day I guess he just forgot That every day isn't Sunday But he he's on disability So Well he, he had that last one Where he tried to drink 56 beers And he got the He got the alcohol poisoning Well there's no such thing As alcohol poison That's a That's a uh, That's a uh, A liberal lie 
to say that I don't the, trust that liberal media. I don't trust any media really. I mean, I, the only things they I got, watch are uh, are the Blaze. They got Jendies. They got them. They well, you call them Jendies. And I listen to the AM radio. I listen to Alex Jones. Uh, I listen to Alex Jones. Uh, He's a smart man. And coast to coast with uh, George Norrie. That's why I listen to. And uh, 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 I need another beer. <laughs> <laughs> I think we ought to give those characters their own show. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Jubal Foster. <laughs> you know, there's an Andy Griffith character. I just pulled out of my fucking Jubal hair. Foster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jubal, 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 Jubal. Mm-hmm. What now? Just want to call this an episode. I think we've done enough time. Nobody's going to listen to this anyway. We could do that. Yeah. Fuck these people. Oh, who's that? <laughs> Girl, my Twitter feed. You have Twitter? Yeah. No, you had Twitter. I thought you had Instagram. Instagram, that's it. She's got a set of tits on her. You weren't just whistling Dixie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've resorted to whistling, so I think it's about time to shut her down and call this an episode. What do you think? I think you're right. All right, fuck sticks. Remember to uh, keep your, have your mom keep your windows unlocked so I can come in and Give her the old ram jam. Thank you, ma'am. Looping up your pussy with spam. I want to kill myself. Uh, <laughs> tell, tell your, You know what? Maybe don't tell your friends about this one. Uh, we've been fine. I this think it's been, it's been a solid, solid episode. Solid episode. Especially now that we've been bought uh, by Donald Trump. He has a controlling stake in the podcast. He's gonna a be, controlling interest. He's going to be sorely disappointed with his returns. I got to tell him. We're tanking it. He paid $14 million. It goes straight to me. <laughs> Wait a second. I haven't made one red cent on this. He gave me unlimited coffee for life at Starbucks. Hey, you got $14 million? You accept what you What accept. the fuck? <laughs> they, uh, they, uh, you know what he gave uh, Aaron and Elena? What? Gave him a uh, lifetime supply of beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs>